Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Fire Team Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Fran Mirabella is joining me today. Yeah, happy to be back. I missed last week's yeah, uh, episode. You did, slacker. I know, yeah. <laughs> so, Sean Finnegan. I also missed last week, but I'm glad to be back. Yeah. Recorded in front of a live studio audience today. With our yeah. producer, the video yeah. guy himself. Our video guy's producing in the background there. The man. Hi, CJ. Hey. The man yeah. who shreds all his 70-some passage coins. Yeah. That was a story I told send about previously. Him, send him friend invites. Uh, that video guy. Is That's that right. what it is? Yeah. Yeah. On PSN? The video guy. The video guy. The video guy. Today we're going to be talking about Sparrow Racing. We all got to try it out now. Let's talk about our feelings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, Golgoroth, the Golgoroth Raid Challenge. And Bungie's plans for the future. Turns out they have some. Big surprise. Thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, let's jump right into the, the Sparrow Racing. Very excited to talk about this. Sean, Fran, what do you guys think? I... I think it's a lot of fun. It's a nice change of pace. Uh, mm-hmm. I think after spending about a week playing it, uh, it's not as like it doesn't have as much longevity as I'd hope, which is fine because mm-hmm. it's only a three-week event at least for now. But like it kind of it's cool because it takes you away from like the shooting mechanics, which are the best part of Destiny, and adds in a little bit n- of a new dynamic with racing. And I think that's just that's a lot of fun, and it's super fun to like actually drive around. I don't know if you guys are ever out in the overworld these days, but like most of the, the f- most fun part about driving around on Mars and uh, Venus and all of the other planets is just like running around and kind of, you know, speeding around corners and kind of yeah. doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's that's the best part. And now we have that in like a competitive mode. I think it's cool. Yeah, definitely. Fran, how do you like it? <clears throat> yeah, I you know, I didn't know what to think going in. It was something we all asked for. Yeah. And then I'm like, wow, they actually did it. And it's yeah. significant. It's not, you know, at first I thought it would be some checkpoint thing that they just add to the overworld and you can hop in and out or mm-hmm. something and just have some fun. As it turned out, they built custom tracks. Yeah. Um, you can only play two. There are only two, two right yeah. now, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you should go back and forth between them. Um, so, yeah, like initial impressions, because th- then I got really hyped up. They're like, oh, they built it. The controls are going to be different improved you're gonna be sliding around corners like wipeout and i'm thinking f-zero gx and yeah wipeout's fantastic um yeah of course not quite quite wipeout but i also know look it is a shooting engine it's a shooting game and so where i'm going with this is i think they did a great job considering Mm -hmm. that it is you know not a racing yeah and the sparrows always felt good but it's not for racing, so they did a good job of putting in, you know, those gates that keep you moving. Uh-huh. That was a good solution, I think, to yeah, to solve for the fact that it's just not incredibly fast sparrows. And mm-hmm. but that's where I think they could go with with sparrow racing is you know all the sparrows seem to be the same speed right now. Um, you got to use the gates, yeah. But cornering and stuff like that is not as subtle as in most racing games. But again, I think that's what they've done in this world is more than you could have asked for. Um, and it's a free update within the Taken King, and so that part's cool. Um, for me, though, it 
really is reminding me that I'm missing. You know, when is Iron Banner coming? Well, yeah, coming. yeah, we know it's coming next. Yeah, it's next still week, coming. Yeah, and I'm waiting on it, and I'm always waiting for trials to hit on the weekend. And the raid challenges have been a nice addition. But my point is. Yeah, and we'll talk about it later. I'm like, man, we need updates for this game. Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm having some fun, but I'm just not going to play a ton of Sparrow Racing. I did get the record book, uh, which you can buy from the Eververse and everything. Only $10. Um, oh, it's, yeah. it's a pricey Did one. Not get yeah. That one. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I have to for the show. So I was mm-hmm. like, I bought it. Um, but anyway, so I think they did a great job with it. It's a lot of fun, but as a racer in and of itself, could use a ton of improvements. But I also want to be, again, objective that like, hey, they did a great job with what they have. Yeah. So what do you think? So I'll start with my positive thoughts. Uh, this is really cool. It's really fun to hop in there with your Sparrow and kind of like mess with the other players. And it's it's a cool, like two tracks, each are pretty unique and like uh, offer a different set of challenges. I really like Infinite Descent that you're always going down, you know, and then the portal brings you back to the top yeah. and you continue descending. Um, yeah, good, some good shortcuts hidden in there and stuff. Like yeah, that, definitely. That's what, that's a, lot cool. of, a lot of the pro players are saying like the shortcuts don't really help though. The pro Sparrow players? Yeah, the pro Sparrow. The people, wow, there's already like these elite Sparrow racers, mm-hmm. really? The people that have just been playing a whole bunch, uh, they're like, ah, they don't really seem to help that much. But, I don't know. I'll leave that to my own uh, decision (laughs) once I get more time with it. I I actually really like the mode. I think it's pretty solid. Uh, The sparrows control pretty well. Uh, The horns are fun. My character looks incredibly stupid with that new armor on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, The racing armor looks funny. Because you have half this badass raid armor, and then the other half is like... Skin, yeah, skin tight, tight like latex <laughs> yeah. kind of like brightly colored stuff yeah, yeah. yeah it's it, funny. it looks I think a little it was, goofy it might have been CJ or somebody he had like these purple leotard pants that he yeah. got in addition to, that he was wearing like the banner wolf uh, you oh, know, yeah. cloak he just looked absurd so he'd be hopping on his bike and That's it's kind of fun actually to see it You, but you're right you need to wear a full pair of armor and earn it otherwise you look yeah. ridiculous yeah definitely um, but I am excited. There's a bunch of new looking armor and stuff mm-hmm. like that. The is, new looking sparrows look really good. And the too. sparrows look awesome. And yeah. that's an easy thing to forget is that they didn't just give you a couple tracks to play and yeah. have some fun with sparrows. They yeah, gave sparrows, you a bunch horns, of new, gear. new shaders. Yeah. yeah, and the new shaders. So actually, that is, is significant. And you know, now that I'm saying it, it's easy to overlook. Like, wait a sec, we got a bunch of like cool gear, you know, options to play with yeah. there. So I think that's great. Uh, we brought it up earlier. I do have to kind of talk about uh, something I really don't like about this event, and it is that record book that we brought up before. It is ten dollars, and this is a limited three week event. That really bothers me. That you're dropping real money to get uh, bonus rewards from this game, and they're literally going to take it away from you. Like, you will have that record book, but you won't be able to Sparrow Race anymore. So well, until the next event. They haven't so, confirmed that they're going to continue the event, though. They no, said if right. people like it, so, we'll continue it. People do like it, but, I mean, it's going to be up to Bungie arbitrarily if they bring it back or not. So I think your point is very warranted. It is a risk that you're going to buy something mm-hmm. that you need to put on that filter. I may only be getting this for three weeks. Yeah. But it's your choice. Yep. So that's why I think it's it's too easy to judge. Well, oh, if it never happens, it's totally not worth the money. Mm-hmm. Well, what if that record book now exists for the next five years? I, it's, it's, yeah. You, you know, they're, they're going to have new record books. I, it's just a book, though. A new yeah. book, though, that's $10. It just seems it's very, steep. very pricey. It's steep. Like, I think that book should have been like two ninety nine tops, but 10 but is the, just so hefty. There's a lot of gears and stuff that's coming out of it, though. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what you're buying. You're not buying it a also at 15,000 glimmer. Yeah. Let us use Silver. glimmer. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let right. us use glimmer. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then also, uh, there was a glitch when it launched where people could just inspect the book and turn it in for rewards, yeah. so you didn't even need to buy yeah, it. you could go they preview. They fixed it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was, that was, it was yeah. doing your challenges in the, the preview window. You could just yeah. go in, and they fixed and it get really the quick, obviously. Yeah, but uh, a lot of people felt really burned for dropping the cash on, on this thing. And then... Uh, because of the bug, or because... Because uh, of the bug. Okay. So they're like, come yeah, on, like sure. I spent $10 on this, and people are getting the rewards for free? That's true, and people you know? have been reaching out to Bungie for mm-hmm. potential, you know, um, getting like money back, and I haven't sort. heard of that, but mm-hmm. do that if you really feel yeah. that way. But they also patched mm-hmm. it pretty quickly that yeah. I think uh, relax a little bit. Yeah. Like, the entire community did not, you know, some people cheated it, yeah. but they fixed it pretty fast. My second problem is, again, with the Eververse Trading Company, people know that I don't really like this system, but I really don't like that it's a random chance at a sparrow. If I'm spending five dollars it's five dollars for a random chance at a random sparrow i should be able to pick what sparrow i get like i I want the fire sparrow i will pay five dollars for that true you know it's it's like you get five dollars to gamble for a chance at a sparrow that you like it's just a really weird system that i don't like at all you've used the exact right words and rng is uh, gambling is basically yeah. like you not, you don't know what you're going to get you might get the same poll you got last time at the slots yeah but yeah now you're actually putting money in the slot machine and that's you're pulling you might end up i'm okay with rng because yeah. that's kind of one right. of the basis of destiny and a lot of mmos and rpgs in general which is fine but when you're putting money in that changes the yeah. game like it shouldn't yeah. be as random at least like no. a little yeah random. you literally are gambling yeah. now and yeah like mm-hmm. you already did this with the uh festival of the, the, Lost, festival of the to Lost. get the, the blue skull oh, i yeah. needed two masks that I never got. Well, no, I didn't do it for the skull. I got that like my first package. Um, But I needed needed the Crypt Dark mask, which I never got, and I needed one of the other random ones to finish the bounties. Like Aeris or Atheon. And I'm like, I'm not going to spend any more money on this because... Did you end up dropping like 40 bucks on it? Well, IGN did, and I was never able to get the videos up of the the mask things. Thanks, video team. I approved Destiny's expense reports. Yeah. Um, I was like, uh, you're going to use my account next time when you roll the dice. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's a bummer, and I don't think it's a good system for the consumer you know it's really anti-consumer and i i don't like that you know i don't think it's anti-consumer but i will say given yeah the 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 needs of okay i want to have some fun i want to get really cool gear and now you're paying for it you do make a very good point which is like you might just be rolling like 25 bucks to get the one thing you care about yeah that is that does need i don't need to take a look at that i'm on your side i don't think it's anti-consumer because the way i've played it is i don't buy anything yeah like i didn't even spend the 400 silver they gave me just for free at the beginning because i don't care i don't do any of that stuff Mm -hmm. and you have that choice in sparrow racing you can just play it and you can kind of do things at your own and kind of do the bounties and not buy the book and not kind of go for after any of the extra sparrows and you'll still get those drops just not as quickly. And to your their, sparrow's not gonna make clown noises, man. Yeah. To their to their it? credit, is that <laughs> worth five dollars? Yeah. <laughs> to their credit, it's not like tied clowns. to any bounties <laughs> this week. So I, I will give them that. But I, I just don't like that. You're spending real money to get something that you're gonna dismantle. But yeah. Like I, but, I got a sparrow that's total garbage and I spent $5 on yeah. it. I think that know. is a very valid point. Obviously mm-hmm. they're still gonna fall back and like, look, it's completely yeah. your choice. You know how it works. Yep. Yeah. Um, but you're right, like you are spending money and 
it is the exact value of a dollar. And yeah. so when you get something that you just didn't want, it's kind of like, yeah. yeah it, I mean, it really is exactly like either playing the slots or like those, you know, machines where you just, uh, the old school machines, you put the coin in and mm-hmm. something falls out. Yeah. But like, it's not, it's almost never what you want. They <laughs> yeah. would put the good stuff up top. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be better if they implemented a system where you like drop the coin in and now you have to like drop a claw down into a random thing and try and pick up the one <laughs> yeah. you want. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Pull it out. New mini game in Destiny <laughs> confirmed. Yeah. Uh, final final thoughts year before X. <laughs> oh crap, it just keeps falling. It's never going to get out of there. Final thoughts before we move on from Sparrow Racing. Uh, thumbs up for listening to fans. Thank you so much for making Sparrow Racing. It is a fantastic little thing that you did for fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, still questionable on the microtransactions. I feel like that needs to be revisited and, and touched up. That's my personal yeah. final thoughts. Uh, I think it's fun to play. It's a great change yeah. of pace. Uh, I could have dealt with one more map, one more track. Yeah. Three is a good number. Three is a good number. Yeah. Bran? Uh, yeah. I was just thinking about the, the multiple track stuff, and I would have more to say about that. But again, great addition, yeah. good execution, more than I expected. But man, it, it is really just illustrating, and I already had that feeling like we need more content. Definitely. That's part of what we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it's double feelings. Well, some of the other new content we're currently getting includes challenge mode in the raid. There's been two now. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is the second one. We now have Golgoroth this week, if you're listening on Friday. Uh, it is Golgoroth right now, and then it'll change again oh, during Golgi. the reset. So this week, the challenge is everybody has to hold the gaze during each damage cycle, basically. Uh, I did this one yesterday. Uh, it wasn't that difficult. Yeah. What do you guys think? Are these too easy? That like, was what I was going to say. Yeah. So far, we haven't seen Cro- uh, Crota. <laughs> we, Oryx Oryx yet. Too, yeah. Yeah. we haven't seen Oryx yet. Mm-hmm. And maybe that one will be difficult because that encounter is just a lot more difficult than the rest of the raid. But mm-hmm. so far, they've been pretty easy. Yeah. Like, the very first time... I still don't mind that. It's called challenge mode, though. It should mm-hmm. be a challenge, right? It's just a little challenge that they add to the game to like kind of give you a reason to come back and check it out. And you get really great rewards for doing it. I'm, don't com- I'm not complaining about the rewards. Yeah. Rewards are great. Like That's kind of the best part about it is now we're finally getting 320 gear, yeah. and you can get up to 320 light, which is mm-hmm. awesome because... I the think rewards before, are awesome. Yeah, I'm, before they mm-hmm. integrated the challenge mode, I think my team was telling me that only four people in like the whole world had level light level three twenty, and it's yeah. like that's an incredibly low I number for how many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was possible. Yeah. I mean, there are three twenty drops. You got to run three of one character and hope for three twenties every week. Yeah, know? and then yeah. just there was be no three twenty artifact. Lucky. So you could hit 320 without the 320 artifact? Was that the I don't know. bug if you didn't pick up Iron the Banner. Iron Banner had a chance to drop Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That came. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I didn't know where the rewards came from, that's but it was possible. Yeah. But yeah. very few people had yeah. done it. So the rewards are great. And oh, no. I, I might be incorrect on that Iron Banner statement, actually. Yeah, I don't know where they would have gotten it. Shells at yeah. up to 320, not artifacts. Yeah. So. Oh, anyway. There was that bug, though, if you guys didn't hear about that. Uh, if you started your character, I believe, but never got the artifact, then it only calculated based on what in your, your character set. Yeah. So if you never picked up the artifact, it, you could get the 320. Oh. That's what I heard. So maybe you had to do that. Oh, okay. Whatever the case, yeah. we're literally talking nobody few, had it. Yeah, very yeah. few Basically people out there had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard like you could count them on one hand. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so the rewards are awesome. great. Yeah, yeah I mean, and I, I was love... immediately, you know, just to stress this, I always complain about time invested versus the reward, mm-hmm. right? That's where you really start to feel the grind and feel like, ah, I'm, I like this game, but you're starting to really stretch me thin. Yeah, This was very, it was awesome. It, it was a much needed kick in the pants. Like I went from, you know, three twelve to like three seventeen or something really fast, and it felt good. The rewards were good because I I have heavy weaponry I want to use, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I can't. We've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. So anyway, drops are good. The drops are great. I just like I wish the challenges were a little bit harder. Uh, if it switches week to week, like 
instead of the same War Priest challenge next, next week, week, we'll be sisters. Right, no, but yeah. I mean, like, the next time exactly. we cycle around to uh, get the War it. Priest, if it's not the same challenge, if it's a totally different challenge that changes Ooh, it again, yeah. that would be cool. And maybe I could deal with that. But, mm-hmm. like, I doubt it. the War Priest challenge was, like, when we jumped into that, uh, I asked my team, I was like, all right, so what's the deal with this? And they were like, literally nothing changes. Now you can't have, like, the aura twice in a row. And I was yeah. like, okay, well, we kill him in two cycles anyway, so it doesn't matter. And mm-hmm. they are like, that's exactly it. Same with the Golgara challenges. Initially, my crew did the two gays or two people mm-hmm. passing the gays back and forth mm-hmm. strat anyway. Yeah. So now, like, we were all very... With- Three sets of people. Yeah, now we were. We, I mean, we were already accustomed to timing it so that we didn't let the gaze drop off and have to deal with ads again. And mm-hmm. now we're just doing that with not the same two people, but six yeah. people per phase. And yeah. it only takes like four orbs anyway. Uh-huh. So the strategy that my team used was uh, we label people players one, two, three, four, five, six. All the odd numbers are on one side. All the evens are on a number or on the other side, on left and right. And then uh, you do your DPS like normal. Somebody pulls gaze, he shoots the orbs, and uh, everybody jumps in and DPSs. Of course, if you get the tainted light or whatever, you jump out and explode and then do more DPS. And then when he starts counting down, 10, 9, 8, player number 2 go, grabs the gaze, then player number yeah. 3, then player number 4, then player number 5, and you just player alternate number 6. While doing DPS and then the you set up again for the next round. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, you don't do DPS for players 2 through 6. Just that player 1, you get the first 30 seconds. I suppose you could if you really wanted to, but we just found it super relaxing and easy to do it where you just do one round of end. DPS, make sure everybody gets it. At the end. Yeah. Yeah, I think again. that strategy makes a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. It seems like the the obvious design was that they wanted you to just cycle through each of the orbs and do it that way or whatever. Yeah, definitely. Um, but okay, so the real conversation, though, that I've been hearing out there, which you started to get into, and I do want to talk about it, is the whole, this isn't challenging enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think that is a jaded <laughs> viewpoint. And Who's saying that? Like the 0.25% of players that play too many well, raids? Um, I'm saying that. Yeah, we're the crazy hardcore easy, players, saying it, And yeah, it, that's exactly my point. And Datto has, you know, been... Obviously, you know, the biggest uh, sort of streamer player out there, a very well-known, very uh, strong voice in the community. And yeah, like he's been very disappointed. I understand the expectation for right when you can play at that level and you have that group of elite Mm -hmm. friends. But that is exactly the perspective. So to say like it was literally like negative feedback of this really is kind of a bummer. And like, I don't think that at all. Yeah, drops are good. And you have to this is where you have to. Look at, yeah, there are millions of people out there playing. Mm -hmm. It is hard enough just to get a raid team together for some people. They're going to LFG. They don't have friends, teams of six. Like, most people don't. We know that was one of the main facts in year one, actually. Like, almost nobody was raiding. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, compared to the rest of the, Now, that's always active players versus what, you know, the people who bought it. But you get the point. It is hard enough just to get a hard raid team together. Yeah. And if you're elite, I get it, you want more, and I think they deserve more. And that's why things like Trials offer things like that, Iron Banner, you know, mm-hmm. depending. But uh, I'm happy with the challenges. And also, yeah, it's progressing. It's gonna get harder. But yeah, I also don't want a point, because then I'm gonna be, that it's so hard, I'm just gonna be sitting here at the table like, I can't get the helmet, because the, the you know the Oryx challenge is so hard. Like, yeah. I don't want that. I want it to be within reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and the drops are good. And I do think, yeah, like having to exchange that gaze, if that, Something in your timepiece goes wrong, mm-hmm. which can happen, right? Totally. You reset. Uh, it, yeah, you reset. Yeah. But meaning that's that's how the whole raid is designed. It's a timepiece. If somebody screws up, you have to start over. But my, my point is, 
it's always about syncing everyone up and it's asking a lot, you mm-hmm. know, to get a team that can really communicate and do all that. Uh, yeah. So, I, you know, I haven't played the Golgoroth challenge yet, but knowing what it is, I actually think that's a nice step up over Warpriest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we know more is coming, probably with Sisters, that it's harder and Oryx will be very hard, I'm sure, who's already hard on hard mode, yeah. um, depending on if you have the right team. Like, that's what the thing, like, we've all experienced this. You go into the raid, you have an awesome team, you're like, holy cow, like, we, like it was like an instant, we just crushed it. And then you go and you play the next day with someone else, and you're there for like 90 minutes, and you're like pulling your hair out, mm-hmm. because it is about getting the right group together. So, anyway, mm-hmm. my point is, not everybody has a, an elite team of six people who crush it, you know, seven times a week or whatever yeah. it is. So, uh, I think, I'm pretty happy with the challenge modes. Um, I think maybe the discussion is, do you think the the design is clever enough? Would you have done something differently? I mean, that was kind of my problem That's with the War seen. Priest and the Golgoroth challenge. Well, the Golgoroth challenge is different. The War Priest one definitely was like, n- nothing changed. Like, we just did the same strategy we'd always done, and it worked because we do so much damage on hard mode to War Priest that it didn't require more than one person to hold the RA anyway. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that I didn't change I did think War Priest... Didn't seem all that clever. Well, I mean, it didn't actually yeah. change anything. With like, War Priest, I mean, if somebody got the same plate last two times in a row, then yeah, it would screw stuff up. Yeah, but there's two yeah. people on each plate anyway. So if well, that's yeah, the but case, if it was, it's if just it was right, have the other person grab but, it. Yeah, you know? yeah. But this yeah. is the, it's the same as Atheon, right? That's just go back and think about it. They wanted to make sure people had to experience holding um, the the relic right. or right. whatever it is. But they don't on the War Priest challenge. If that's you're the problem. Good. They don't as long as you can get through yeah. it in two rounds. Well, yeah, you're right. If yeah. you're good, like yeah. our we can do we can get him on the first aura. We can get him to like thirty five percent, maybe forty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with weapons it, of light. Yeah. Well, with yeah, we stack yeah. it. We tether. We weapons of light. Yeah. And exactly. we just you knew we, and we all have like three 18, 19 yeah. black spindles, and it's yeah. just like we blow him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then right after that, it just takes a little bit more damage. And he's done. Yeah, so he's it's up. like you don't even have to pass that aura. Right. It's like not even a concern. With Golgoroth, though, the challenge is there. Like yeah. you now, actually, if you were totally used to doing the one orb strat where. One person grabs the uh, the gaze, and then everyone DPSs, and then once the timer runs out, everyone jumps out, and you just clear ads again. This actually adds a little, like a level of complexity. Yeah. Now you can't let it run out; you have to pass it between people, and that's kind of cool. It still doesn't change much for people who are already doing that strat, though. Like my group, like we were. Now we do you were one orb. Okay. Yeah, well, now we do one orb because it's just so yeah, easy. You still only use two people mm-hmm. before. Now you have to use all six. To, yeah, to get but it. I mean, it, the mechanic of passing the gaze back and forth—that's the difficult part. Yeah. I don't actually think the whole like making everyone do it yeah. but is the maybe, hard part. Guys, but maybe your team did that, but I, yeah. I want to make sure we have time for the the final segment. Right. So if you guys have any final thoughts, I mean, is the podcast yeah. going to self destruct? No, I just I really want to talk about this. <laughs> it stuff. is true. Yeah. We're I think the challenge modes could be harder, but I'm reserving that statement because we haven't seen Daughters or Oryx yet, and I expect those to be a lot more difficult. And that was was the point of the whole, like, this is too easy to. It's scaling up. We'll see where it goes. Mostly Mm -hmm. I'm happy. Uh, I would like to see some pretty clever stuff, but I think, again, they only have so many variables in these Mm raids. Last thought, I would love it if every time we get a new challenge, it's a totally different challenge. Oh, yeah. That would be super cool. cool. Don't hold your breath is what I would say about that. Like, next time on Warpriest, you have to (laughs) one-shot. Oh, yeah. You can only get one Aura. To do yeah, that. okay. that'd Something be crazy. Like that. uh, I really like the new modes. I don't think Bungie should listen to the one percent that's saying it's too easy because, like, it's such it's a really, really loud voice, but it's such a minor portion of the community. And personally, having not done the hard braid at the time when yeah. this started, it gave me a reason to go. I'm like, okay, now I have a reason to go do hard raid and not just bang my head against the wall hoping for those 320 drops. There's like a guaranteed reason for me to go in there, and I love hopping in and playing. Yep, yeah. 
Our final subject is Bungie's plan for the future. In the update, they kind of made some clarifications. So last week, Derek Carroll had an interview with Eurogamer, and he made it sound like that all they're going to do is stuff like Sparrow Racing and Festival of the Lost. More event-based content. Yeah, more event-based content. He kept it very yeah, plain. No, mm-hmm. we've got Sparrow Racing, and that's it. For yeah, now. that's it. And we're all like, what? Because like, he's really? not allowed to say anything. I was probably scared out of his mind not yeah. to write to say the wrong thing. Well, in thing. your interview with DJ at PSX, it was the same thing. Yeah, like, we have no plans for the future. Yeah. You call media training. Yeah, yeah right. But you're right. But I, it backfired I, on them. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody's like, what? We're only going to get Sparrow Racing? Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, and, I, it yeah. was difficult for me to understand how players even thought that that would be the case. Like, obviously, yeah. they're working on stuff. This is I, a huge game and a huge team. Yeah. yeah. But no, they did make a mistake, which is it's December. Dark Below came out a year ago, yeah. and you're not saying anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sparrow Racing is an actual release. Mm-hmm. So naturally, the feeling is like, oh, I got Dark Below last year, all I get is Sparrow Racing, yeah. right? I feel like, yeah. so a lot of people were so, feeling that. There was uh, definitely an expectation and, for yeah, a big announcement. Yeah, that's right. So anyway, so they clarified, they, they clarified. Right. Eric Osborne on Twitter said, hey, 2016 is gonna be great. We're working on stuff, fun stuff that's still in development. They could have left it there. Sparrow yeah. Racing League is live more. today, though. We hope you dig it. Further down in the Bungie Weekly update, he also said, we get it. Some of you were hoping we take the stage at PSX and announce the Dark Below 2, Darker and Lower. They didn't do that, but... $45. Yeah. (laughs) They did clarify new stuff is coming, and here's where that quote is. The first of these early 2016 experiences will be on a scale close to Festival of the Lost. The second will be far larger than anything you've seen since the release of The Taken King. We'll talk about that in a second. Clever use of words. Yeah, and then... There's also mm-hmm. another significant update to the world and sandbox planned in the same window. That final quote gets me really excited. Yeah, the world might mean? change. Mm-hmm. You know, the sandbox, sure, they're going to retool some stuff, but could they do something like they did in World of Warcraft, I, where like the world gets destroyed and, and things based. look different? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is yeah. I don't think like those art mm-hmm. assets and the planets are so like they're those are big sandboxes. I think like yeah. changing them the way that Blizzard did in it was Cataclysm, where like the whole overworld that was previous like from the previous expansions got totally changed. I don't think that'll happen because that's just a that seems like a no, huge it would strikes endeavor. and missions. It would that would be amazing yeah. though. That, that would be, be super a year cool. I don't too. think it's. Or uh, realistic. That is. Well, also, yeah. like, what would be the reasoning for that happening? I don't know. Set it up for Destiny 2. Maybe. Like, but there's something has to be a threat. You kicked everybody's butt. So. Well, like, in Cataclysm, yeah. a dragon came and literally wreaked havoc on the whole world. That's mm-hmm. why it looked different. But there's nothing like that in Destiny, at least in my mind, that could, like, feasibly motivate something like that. But that's or I don't know, that'd be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be really funny. <laughs> like, the whole lineage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do, I do think it's going to be like Fran said, like just a new location, uh, yeah, or a new area of like yeah, an something existing up planet, or... you know. So yeah, but the, so what I found interesting about this was they talked about last time there was a gap of five months and ten days. Mm-hmm. There's very specific language on timing. Mm-hmm. So there's pretty much, as I understood it, saying it will be. Let fewer days than five months and ten days uh-huh. that we're going to get something, you know, substantial. I think part of it is just saying, well, in January you're going to get the next festival, whatever it is. But it sounded like this substantial thing is going to happen before that time is up. Uh, Hello. Snake's calling you, Snake. <laughs> Metal Gear. Yeah. Um, we always say that on my raid group every time we get gear. Sorry to interrupt you, friend. That's fine. Uh, who called? Was it your mom? No idea. No idea. I'll, <laughs> I'll just let's, let's just move on. But anyway, so. Um, <laughs> 
my point is, I think if you do the math, right, it came out in September. So, okay, mm-hmm. October one month, November two months, December three months, four months in January, in the middle of February. That'd be a that's good That's five months. Yeah. So maybe that substantial drop's coming before February 15th or yeah. around there. Late January, early February would be that's cool. That's basically before the end of February. I'm just, Anyway, yeah. I'm totally speculating. Talking about that drop, though, they yeah. said the second will be far larger than anything you've seen since the release of The Taken King. Uh, but before that, the first one's going to be the size of Festival of the Lost. Well, the qualifier yeah. there is since The Taken King. I was just about yes. to say, let's talk about what they've done So since what have then. they done? Sparrow Racing League, Festival of the Lost. Those That's are right. the only two. That's it. <laughs> and so those oh, weren't that big. Well, challenge either. modes. Okay, they did that. Okay. Hard raid came out. So that's, I guess. But those each were their own release. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be bigger than hard raid. <laughs> change. That was the change from normal, though. Yeah. So okay, it could be a change like that. Uh, but you get the idea. It's not like there's been huge releases since then. But. They could be doing one of two things. They're being pretty reserved because, yeah, there's not any huge, huge DLC-type drops because that's still the right kind of one of the big questions is are they working too hard on that next big full-game release? Mm-hmm. Uh, or is there actually a DLC you know, out there? Um, I would hope that it's a DLC. As much as I think Festival of the Lost is cool and Sparrow Racing is cool, like to me those are just like stop gaps for ways to change Kawana, kind of a, a way to kind of give players a change of pace. But what I really when I think of content and DLC, like it's additions to the core game, which is new places, new enemies, new guns, new things to shoot and kill and gear to acquire. And that isn't what we've gotten yet. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what's a little bit worrisome about the way that that's phrased is if it's not a DLC, I would be kind of disappointed. I really want some more story. I mean, we still yeah, don't know exactly. the final thing about the queen, like what's going on there. There's yep, a lot yep, of questions yep. left after the Taken King that I would like to see explored. Well, and also they did such a good job with Taken King in storytelling and making the NPCs that you interact with like really mm-hmm. cool and interesting and unique with great dialogue and awesome cutscenes. And it's like now that they've given us a taste of what they're actually capable of in that regard, that's all I want is right. more Cade, more yeah, the queen mm-hmm. story, like what's going on with her. Uh, even Varix is getting a little bit more involved. Yeah. And I think that that's so mm-hmm. funny because he is the worst. But uh, yes, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna ask, ask <laughs> and of course, You're like an airlock. <laughs> and uh, you know, we had Eris, uh, you know, Morla on the show, and she was great in there. Like, I would mm-hmm. love to see her do more in that. And, and there's tons awesome. of potential yeah. with what's I, late, the ground. I think a lot of that's totally. September next year. Yeah, uh, the next big release substantial release right the $65 release or whatever it the is the returns also, king yeah. yeah and by the way they Take you know return. if you didn't catch it in there they all but said that i mean i don't think it's rocket science but you're going to get a full new release next year it's mm-hmm. not going to be a $45 release because the you know that's what it's been up until this point yeah. taking king remember was not a full priced game unless you hadn't owned it yet mm-hmm. so but this could be that you have well, to buy the $60 so point. what do you think the feasibility is of this of of there being a twenty dollar or so DLC before we get that big Destiny two release high. or whatever, very high, very high. Yeah, personally, so I mean, like, there's no way that they're just going to keep doing these little free things. There's going to be one big yeah. exciting thing for the community so at yeah, least. I, yeah, I would have responded the exact same way if it wasn't for what the Eververse is doing right now and their mm-hmm. strategy and obviously the, the revenue right. coming in from it. Well, because they did say they like, were going to drip feed content, right? Yeah, and yeah. so I'm kind of wondering if they're making enough now from Eververse that they're just going to release because that it becomes right. 
yeah, to the audience, it seems now free, but in fact, there's other people now picking up the tab. So potentially, they might just release something really substantial that's not, I am getting a little worried, it's not, the, the language isn't exactly, oh yeah, there's the next big release, Is there's something. But um, but like any company, you gotta hold your cards a little closer to your chest to announce at the right time. Yeah, definitely. And uh, they need announcements next year, so mm-hmm. we're not gonna hear anything for a little bit. I talked to a lot of people at PSX, and we all kind of just felt like, Sparrow Racing, cool, where's the real announcement? You know, and hopefully, hopefully that's coming next year. Because of they said it themselves, Dark Mm -hmm. Below came out last year. That's what we all expected. Yeah, and again, that was a bit of the miss is to say no, it's just barrel racing. Mm -hmm. But that was wait, where's Dark Below too? You're right. So I think you know in January, late January, I would guess is when we'd hear a bit more. Final thoughts here for me. Um, I am super happy that Irk went out there and actually said something to clarify this. Uh, you know, Genevieve actually reached out to us and was like, hey, whoa, yeah, we have stuff planned for next year, you know, and we updated our story accordingly. Yeah. Um, I'm glad they addressed that quote and cleared up that misconception because a lot of the, the big streamers and stuff, they were like, really? Like, we're worried. Yeah. You know, we want more to do in this game. We love this world and we want to continue exploring. <laughs> I'm super happy that there's this exciting little tidbit that they've given us. Well, I mean, I'm sure you guys saw it on Twitter too, but a lot of people are reaching out to us and being like, well, with that's no, it? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, not even just that, but a lot of people were like, with no content coming from Destiny in 2016, like, will Fireteam Chat even be a thing? And I was like, we're going to keep talking about yeah. the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Oh, on that note. There's uh, always a carrot on a stick. Think about it. Yeah. When has there not been a carrot on a stick? Yeah, so right. It's coming. We're going to wrap up the show there. I'm going to be out next week. I'm going on vacation for the holidays. So one of you guys are going to have to helm the show. You and maybe get Jose back for an episode. The video guy's not back until uh, next year. but Yeah, Yeah, right? We got old Brian out there. We'll take care of it. Exactly. Maybe we'll have to have on a special guest again like last time. Oh, that's exciting. Cool. See. Fran, do you have anything you want to plug before we head out? Oh man, I'm hung over today, so I just wonder if I can do this. <laughs> Pull them back uh, the curtain. Our holiday party, yeah. exactly. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, as always, please drop us a review and get into the comments. You know, I always remind people that the conversation is too much. Why do you play this game? People are still playing this game. Mm-hmm. Why are you watching this video? So tell people what you're interested in. Have a conversation. I mean, that's why we do this. Is yeah. honestly, we don't do this just to be heard. We do it to start the conversation and for you to have the conversation around it. Um, check us out on PS4, Xbox One, and our new channel, IGN One. Uh, mm-hmm which is an always-on streaming experience. Sometimes it's live. A lot of times it's just quick-fire VOD content that's an easy way to sit back and, and watch stuff. It's still early. Give us your feedback there. But Fireteam Chat comes on uh, the schedule sometimes. And I'm super happy that this show's still going. You guys are still tremendously supportive, so thank you so much. I mean, the show's not possible without you guys watching it, enjoying it, commenting, and letting us know that you want us to keep doing it, which is why we keep coming back every yep. week. Yeah, so I, did we ever tell that story very quickly? Uh, there was someone who had reached out, but they, had, they don't even, they weren't playing at all mm-hmm. and uh, they gave up and they listened so much to the show that they eventually had brought them back to the game yeah but they were just listening for months and months about the game that they don't play anymore that bunch of the fans great. we met at PSX say like we don't even play the game but we still listen to the show which yeah. is awesome so yeah. yeah thank you guys for that yeah thanks so much Sean anything you want to plug before we go yeah I did a really cool commentary about Eve Valkyrie the uh hmm. Uh, the PC-driven sort of first-person VR, VR mm-hmm. spaceship spaceship shooter with Ryan McCaffrey. It's live on IGN right now. Very cool stuff. It's on the release for Oculus. Uh, the the retail release of the product feels really good, and the game is a really great demonstration of what's possible with that like hmm. new tech. So it's really cool. It's all live on IGN right now. Check that out. Also, did a uh, 
uh, commentary on the R8 revolver in Counter-Strike Go with Chloe, the most overpowered yeah. <laughs> weapon to be added to any video game ever. Yeah. It's basically the Halo it's 1 Galhorn. pistol. It's better than the Halo 1 pistol. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, so that's live on IGN right now, too, so check those out. And then follow me on Twitter at I'm Finnegan. I'm always looking for people to play Destiny and Halo with. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. All right, guys, that's all we have time for this week. So until next time, Guardians, Guardians out! Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.